Welcome to the Deep End's new mini-series. In this series, we're exploring some of the most complex societal problems facing us at the moment, helping listeners gain the nuanced understanding of a complex topic and then be inspired and equipped to build, invest, or support startups and founders that are aiming to solve these challenges. In the last mini-series, we looked at the meta-problem of helping more people start companies. At OnDeck, we always believe that startups are the best mechanism we have to solve complex societal problems. But starting a company is not easy. We spoke to the people who help founders get going and keep going. If you miss any of these episodes, head to wherever you can find them on your podcast players and take a listen. For this mini-series, we are focused on one of the most complex societal problems we face at the moment, access to housing. The concept of a house or dwelling has been fundamental to human history. The German philosopher Otto Friedrich Bolau described man as a fugitive on earth who only gains his footing in the world through the walls of his house. According to Bolau, the house separates a person from the anxiety of the outside world and is somewhere a person can withdraw in order to return to himself. But once we accept the importance of a house in human history, and for the emotional and social well-being of people, our focus needs to shift to how we can ensure stable and affordable housing for everyone. And yet, the reality is far from this ideal. In the United States alone, an estimated 3.7 million people reported some form of housing insecurity. At least half a million people are homeless. 11 million Americans allocate more than 50% of their income towards rent. Homeownership rates have also stagnated around 65%, below the high point of 69% prior to the subprime mortgage crisis. And homeownership rates still contain severe age, geographic, and racial disparities. Yet, these numbers don't demonstrate the full extent of the problem, the millions of people in housing situations which hold them back from living up to their full potential, facing long commutes, limited economic and education opportunities, or unsafe living conditions, both in the United States and around the world. But why is a lack of access to housing a systemic societal problem? What are some of the obvious and hidden costs? Well, first, health and wellness. A home has proven to be essential to our mental and emotional well-being through stability and the privacy it offers. Areas with affordable housing for minimum wage workers sometimes have high crime rates, poor health outcomes, and limited access to services and amenities. This can result in social segregation and the creation of divided communities. The escalation of housing expenses is also frequently cited as the driver behind individuals being forced to hold multiple jobs. Research indicates that individuals who undertake lengthy commutes to and from work consistently face more stress and lower moods. Second, lack of access to housing leads to an incapacity to advance, a problem near and dear to on deck. Innovation happens and always happens in cities. That's where talent gravitates and where there's vast labor pools that make it easier for people to find jobs, collaborate, and innovate. Think of Amsterdam in the 17th century. Amsterdam's golden age with the East India Company, shipping to India via Amsterdam, Edinburgh and London in the late 18th and early 19th centuries, Cleveland in the late 19th century, Vienna and Detroit in the early 20th century, San Francisco today, People who cannot afford housing may have difficulty maintaining stable employment or pursuing education opportunities, which can lead to a cycle of poverty and economic instability. So housing not only affects direct productivity, but also we're probably missing out on new ideas that help us solve other complex problems. Finally, productivity and growth. Housing affordability affects the wider economy. 
as it can limit the ability of individuals and families to fully participate in the workforce and contribute to the economy. When people are forced to spend a disproportionate amount of their income on housing, they have less money to spend on other essential items like food, healthcare, and education. As the Works in Progress team published in September 2021, housing is everything. Try listing every problem the Western world has at the moment, along with COVID. You might include slow growth, climate change, poor health, financial instability, economic inequality, and falling fertility. These longer-term trends contribute to a sense of malaise that many of us feel about our societies. They may seem loosely related, but there is one big thing that makes them all worse. That thing is a shortage of housing, too few homes being built where people want to live. And if we fix these shortages, we will help solve many other problems, even those that seem unrelated to the problems we face here as well. Housing is not an easy problem to solve, but we believe it's a problem worth solving. We've identified four bottlenecks holding us back from achieving more affordable and stable housing and chat with on-debt community members and founders to explore them. Spatial barriers, capital regulation, technical barriers, and nimbyism. First up, spatial barriers. It might seem simplistic, but as populations continue to grow, we are running out of space close to urban productive centers. In numerous urban regions, land is scarce and available land is frequently exorbitantly priced. This can create challenges for developers to seek to construct affordable housing projects that are economically feasible. There are also a bunch of ways to fix this. Upzoning, the use of public lands, increasing efficiency when it comes to suburban public transit, co-living, and more. To dive deep into this problem, we talk with Will Jarvis of ValueBase, a company which OnDeck invested in. ValueBase is building land-first valuation models and is rooted in Georgist thought. Here's Will giving us the 101. When you create kind of excess wealth within cities, a lot of that wealth gets transported to landlords in the form of increased rents. You know, Stiglitz wrote this kind of, uh, he proved the Henry George theorem in the 70s and the Henry George theorem, this idea that if you create a public good in a city, so like a park, all the excess value and utility from that park is transferred to landlords in the form of increased rents. And I, and I realize that Henry George's solution to this problem is to tax land rent. And if you tax land rent, called a land value tax, or you exempt buildings from property taxation, you get these immense economic growth and, and benefits. After that, we explore some of the other bottlenecks to affordable housing. We continue with access to capital. Housing requires capital for purchase and rental, and developers require capital to develop housing projects. There are multiple ways to tackle access to capital for housing. You have fractional ownership, lower building costs, proper land taxation, and for a deep dive into the topic, we chat with Lauren Self from Roots, another company which OnDeck has invested in. Roots is reinventing how people rent and purchase homes. Home ownership today is, is not flexible. Um, and for a lot of people, that means that it is also not accessible because if you need flexibility um, and if home ownership does not offer that, then it's not a good fit for you and you are locked out. So with Roots, similar to traditional home ownership, each month you buy a bit more of your home. But because you don't have any debt, you don't have that long-term commitment that traditional home ownership demands. So you can live in your home for just a year or longer, any period of time really. And then when you decide that you want to move elsewhere, you can move out and you can retain that equity that you've accrued. We then dive deep into technical barriers, lowering the cost of building, which can be done through cheaper materials, mass productions of homes, 
and design reforms. They all play a pivotal role in making housing more affordable and accessible. But we kick off the series with a conversation about NIMBYism, one of the often misunderstood bottlenecks for access to housing. NIMBY is short for not in my backyard, a term that emerged in the 1980s to describe neighbors who resist nearby development, especially if it involves apartments or affordable housing. In some cases, NIMBY opposition has taken more unusual forms, such as the town in California that designated an entire area as protected by mountain lion habitat to block new housing. For this, we talk with Kim Mai Cutler, a partner at Initialized. To get an overview of the effect of zoning regulations, she wrote the viral TechCrunch article, How Burrowing Owls Lead to Vomiting Anarchists, or SF's Housing Crisis Explained, which explored nimbyism and the effect of zoning regulations on the San Francisco housing market. You know, after the mid 20th century, when we had built all these suburbs and had this great period of American prosperity, um, you know, a generation into that, we, you know, the, the folks who had come in, the generation that had come into power started enacting all kinds of restrictions and veto points um, around getting you know, everything from very small projects to very large projects um, through, you know, our system. And so, um, whereas it had been really easy to build a lot of housing in the 1950s, it became substantially more and more difficult over time through the 70s, 80s, 90s and beyond. And so I kind of wanted to unpack all those different little pieces and choices that, you know, our community had made, you know, in little micro steps, but not realizing what we had had done overall. As we hit our quota for philosophical quotes of the month and my quota for proper French pronunciation, we will offer one final one. The French philosopher Gaston Bachelard wrote that if I were asked to name the chief benefit of the house, I should say the house shelters daydreaming the house allows one to dream in peace. So let's get going. 